Welcome to Holy Shit, We're Alive. I am your host, Doug Cartwright, and every week I'll be sharing my ideas, thoughts, and insights that will inspire you to look at the world differently and possibly change some old paradigms holding you back. Hopefully, by sharing my stories with you, you'll be able to step into the highest, most authentic version of yourself so you can fully maximize your life and your human experience. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Holy Shit, We're Alive. It's me, Doug, and I am back in the U.S. of A. Um, For those that follow me on social media, um, you may know that I recently went on a pretty wild adventure to Dubai, and that's what I wanted to talk about with you guys today. Um, It was a wild trip had a really good time and it was so spur of the moment, so last minute. And I learned so many beautiful lessons and want to share a story with you guys um, that I've been thinking about the last couple of days. So for those of you that don't know what's going on, um, a couple weeks ago, I was literally in my meditation and I had an intuitive hit to go to Dubai, right? I've never been to Dubai. I don't know anyone in Dubai. I don't know anything about Dubai very much, but I just had this urge that I need to go to Dubai. So um, I booked a trip. I went, I'm going. And the intention behind it all was like, okay, let's see how much magic I can create, right? how much synchronicity, how many fun connections I can make while I'm there and just see what the universe has in store for me. And I really, you know, brought on to myself, I need to fully participate in my life. I need to fully engage, fully experience. And, you know, if I see someone on the street that seems interesting, talk to him, go to the event, go to the restaurant, say hello to the girl, you know, fully participate in life and just see what magic can happen. And so before I left, I put up on my uh, Instagram that I was going and I was like, Hey, if anyone has any connections in Dubai, let me know I'm going. And luckily enough, I had a couple of people reach out and they're like, Hey, my friend lives there and I want to connect you to my buddy here. And so I had a buddy, for example, a good friend of mine in California, uh, my buddy, Joe, he connected me with his friend, Julian, who lives there. And so I had a couple of connections on my way there. Um, and then a couple of days before I left, it's probably like two days before I left. I just happened to be FaceTiming my buddy, Sam Taggart. And I was like, Hey dude, I'm going to Dubai. And he just has this look on his face on the phone. He's like, I think I need to come. And I'm like, yeah, you definitely need to come. So I convinced Sam, Sam jumps on board and Sam brings his friend Mia and, so I fly in first and I get to Dubai and I book it. And, and by the way, when I went to Dubai, it was during Ramadan and with COVID and Ramadan, you know, it was crazy how inexpensive hotels were. I was staying at like a two bedroom suite Marriott that overlooked the water and it was like 90 bucks a night. It was crazy. Um, and so anyways, we get there and I get on dating apps and I match with a couple of girls and I matched with this really rad girl um, from London who has this, who's doing her Series A fundraising for her company. Um, and so I met up with her and we had a good dinner. And then we just started talking business. We just became really good friends. And she introduced me to some other friends, you know, people that worked in tech in San Francisco. 
And so I'm like making these connections and these friends right when I get there and kind of really experiencing the city and kind of doing a couple of touristy things, but eating at restaurants and being at the beach and, you know, seeing incredible sights and getting in the water and being in this incredible city that I've never been to before. It's a completely different culture and a completely different way of beliefs. And, you know, I did the, saw the Burj Khalifa, that really tall, I think it is the tallest building in the world. I went to the top and kind of did kind of the fun touristy things, but really kind of engaged in the community and the culture and was literally felt like I was just in a different world. It's just so different over there. And I connected with, like I said, this girl from London and she's introducing me to her friends and I'm really just fully participating in the experience. And then, you know, a day or two later, Sam shows up with Mia and we start hanging out and we start making really fun memories and going to fun restaurants and going to the, you know, seeing the sites and just really embracing this experience that was so beautiful. Um, and then halfway through the trip, I ended up uh, going up north to the desert, the Alwadi Desert, and um, did like a two-day meditation in the middle of the desert where I rode the camel and did a spa day and just did a lot of introspective work. And I, I was having a really, really good time. The resort I stayed at was incredible. It was Ritz-Carlton. And um, there were some times where I wish I wasn't alone and I wish I was with someone else, but I kept using the phrase, my favorite um, definition of mindfulness, which is being completely mindful is being completely present in the moment without wanting anything to be different. So I'll say it again. The true definition of mindfulness is being completely present in the moment without wanting anything to be different. And anytime I thought like, Oh, it'd be so much fun if I had a girlfriend here or whatnot. I just would say that quote to myself and it gave me a deep sense of gratitude for the experience in the moment and I was able to really, really enjoy it and get a lot more out of it and just be so grateful for where I was. And um, later in that trip, you know, I, I went back into the city into Dubai and I met up with this gentleman, Julian, who is a coach and a personal development superstar in France. And we had a great lunch. We talked for hours and then he invited me over for a, you know, a dinner, uh, a dinner party at his apartment, you know, right in the, the marina of Dubai, a beautiful area. And he brought all of his friends and, you know, I, Sam and I invited Sam and Sam came over with Mia. And there was this moment we're sitting around the table and there's probably six couples and we're just fully engaged and connecting and having really powerful conversation about growth and development and purpose and, you know, helping the world. And I just had this moment, I'm like, holy shit, like I'm alive. I came, I flew across the world and off a hunch and a meditation and I'm connecting with people from all over the world. These, you know, almost everyone in that apartment was from France, except for me, Sam and Mia. And we're connecting so deeply. And because I fully participated in my life, I got to savor these really incredible experiences that I'll never forget. You know, it was like 10 days earlier than that. I wasn't even planning on coming to Dubai. And with no plans, I created the most epic, beautiful trip. And as I was driving home, I was, um, excuse me, not driving, you can't drive home from Dubai. But as I was flying home, I was kind of reevaluating the experience. And 
the, that experience really goes back to decisions I made years ago because I understand how incredibly lucky and, and, uh, grateful I am to have the ability to go to Dubai off of a hunch feeling during meditation. I know a lot of people don't have that ability or that freedom to do so. And I'm so grateful for the life I've created for myself, but it really goes back to decisions I made a couple years earlier to put myself in this situation. And the intention of telling the story is really just to show you guys, those that are listening, that when you fully participate in your life and you listen to the clues of the universe and you take a risk and you jump in and you start your journey you can have an incredible, beautiful, mystical, magical life that unfolds where, you know, you might up on the other side of the world with a dinner party with amazing people that you just barely met and have a beautiful moment. And where it really started was, um, you know, I'll cut some of the story, but it's a, it's a longer story. But basically where I was in my life, this it's 2019. And... Um, I just, I mean, the, the, the app, the daily shifts is in beta version. I've already made the commitment to go all in and build the app. I'm in a ton of credit card debt at this point because I just knew I needed to build the app and I just started moving and doing it. And I, all of a sudden I remember feeling the urge that I needed to move. And my twin sister had just moved to New York. And so New York made a lot of sense. I love the city. And those that know me know I love New York. I love everything about New York. I want to live in New York. I love the vibe. I love the energy. I'm fast paced. I love the food. I love the people. So my twin sister just moved there. So New York seemed very much the way to go. And, um, but for whatever reason, intuitively, I knew it wasn't quite right. Like logically it made sense, but my feelings on it, I could tell it just wasn't quite right. So I remember, you know, in my meditations, kind of just asking the universe or God or, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, to give me like a sign to kind of guide me and whatnot. So this is spring 2019. Um, it's March, you know, then this, then this next story is for another podcast, but I'm in California at this point, I'm at an event and I had just done my first five MEO DMT experience, which is a whole nother conversation, life-changing experience. That's a holy shit. We're a live moment. If you could ever have one. But anyways, the next day I'm integrating with the shaman who administered the medicine to me. And um, we were talking about the experience and this gentleman leans in at this cafe and he's like, hey, sorry to interrupt you, but are you guys talking about DMT? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, do you mind if I listen in? I'm very curious in the psychedelic conversation. And I'm like, sure, I don't, I don't mind it at all. So anyways, we kind of finished our conversation. Um, the woman who facilitated my experience had left and it was just left with me and this gentleman um, whose name is Kotso. He's from South Africa and he's really engaged and really interested in what I'm doing with my life. He's like, well, what are you doing? What do you do for work? Yada, yada, yada. And at this point in my life, I just had a, uh, an, a beta version of my app. So I show him the beta version of my app. I'm like, I'm trying to bring, you know, consciousness and healing to the world in an approachable way that's not woo-woo. And this is kind of what I've got so far. I just felt inspired to build this app. So he was like, you know, 
he asked for my contact information. So I gave him my number and my email and whatnot. And I sent him a version, a beta version of the app. The app hadn't been released yet. So I leave that cafe. I don't think much of it, right? I, it was kind of just like in passing. It was probably a 30, 40 minute conversation. I was so caught up in my DMT experience that, you know, it was kind of this gentleman who was passing by. So um, maybe a couple of weeks later, my dearest soul friend, uh, Bea, I always tell people she's my non-romantic soulmate, um, was speaking at South, South by Southwest. And so I wanted to go and support her. So I buy a ticket to South by Southwest in Austin, Texas to go see Bea speak. So it's the day of my flight or, or maybe the day before. It's like a day or two before, before my flight. And I get an email from Kotso, this gentleman who I had the conversation with at the cafe. And he just goes, Hey Doug, you know, I've been looking a lot at your app and I would love to talk more to you about an opportunity. When's a good time to chat. And in his sign off um, email, it had his cell phone number, which started in the area code five, one, two. And I did summer sales at Vivint in Austin. And I knew that five, one, two was an Austin area code. So I emailed him back. I'm like, Hey, are you in Austin? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to be there very soon. Do you want to meet for dinner? And he's like, absolutely. So I literally fly to Austin. And the first thing I do, I think before I even went to the hotel, was I meet up with Kotso at this restaurant. And so we sit down, we start talking. And he was like, hey, you know, I just wanted to let you know I love what you're doing. I love your message. I love your purpose. And... I run an accelerator fund where we invest in conscious entrepreneurs and we would love to make a deal with the daily shifts. And I was like, whoa. And he's like, do you need money? And I'm like, at the time I hadn't thought about it. I'm like, yeah, of course I need money, right? Who doesn't need money? He's like, how much do you need? And I'm just like, I don't know, half a million bucks. And he's like, cool. I think I can get you a half a million dollars, but you need to move to Austin, Texas. And I just started laughing. I'm like, well, how clear of a sign is that from the universe? So I shake Kotso's hand and I'm moving to Austin. So the rest of that weekend was like, okay, I'm moving here now, going in with that mentality. And so I started fully participating in life even more at the event. I started talking to more people and Bea's talk was amazing. And she introduced me to some friends she had out there and they took me out to a parties and we were, you know, we're going to the bar scene and connecting and I meet and like my first weekend in Austin, I went planning on going to South by Southwest, ended up meeting incredible friends who ended up being my friends once I moved there. So then I moved to Austin, I pack up, I commit, I go, I pack my bags and then I land um, in Austin on the 4th of July. And I wasn't actually planning on telling this part of the story, but it just came to me and it's so funny. So my first day in Austin, Texas is like straight out of a movie. So I drive the U-Haul and I get to Austin, Texas. I think I get in on July 3rd, 2019. And I unpack my whole apartment, get it all done in one day. All the books out, all the all the uh, art on the wall, the couch set up, the whole thing's done right when I get there, drop the U-Haul off. And then my next day there, my first full day was the 4th of July. And... Um, I don't really know anyone there other than those people I met that weekend. And, and I knew Bay was out of town. And so I had a full day, my first full day in Austin. I'm like, I have no plans. I'm not gonna do any work today because 4th of July is my favorite holiday. So 
I'm like, well, I guess I'll start with going to yoga. So I go to yoga on the 4th of July, my first day in Austin, and I put my mat down. I always love being one of the first people into yoga class just to kind of get centered. And these two really, really pretty girls put their mats right in front of me. So I'm a little distracted, of course, like during my yoga flow. Um, and then anyways, afterwards, I shower up and I'm walking out and one of the girls approaches me and she's like, hey, you know, I've never really seen you here before. Um, are you new? And I'm like, yeah, today's literally my first day in Austin. I literally just moved across the street here today. And she goes, well, me and my friends are throwing a pool party for the 4th of July. You should come. So I'm like, all right. So we exchange numbers. I don't know anyone here I don't, in Austin. So I show up to this girl's pool party and it's incredible. It's like this multi-million dollar house on the lake, beautiful people, rad guys, new friends, dogs, beer, barbecue, 4th of July on the lake in Austin, Texas. And it's my first day there. And I'm like, wow, universe, thank you. Welcome to freaking Austin, Texas. And I ended up meeting a couple of people at that party who were like my friends in Austin. And I was just immediately thrown right into the flow. And that's when I knew I was in a really good spot. So things in Austin are going really, really well. But what happens with Kotso is I'm waiting kind of for payment. So funds, my initial fundraising for my app, funds were starting to get tight. And because I completely underestimated how much money was needed to launch a whole company, a brand, a content agency, or a content company and whatnot. Um, and so money starts to get tight. And so Kotso, I'm asking Kotso, I'm like, Hey, when, when do you think the funding will go through? He's like, Hey, we're, you know, 30 days out. I'm like, okay. Then 30 days go by. Then it's another 30 days we're out. And then it's been a total of 90 days out. And I'm like running out of cash because I haven't even launched the app yet. I have, I don't have a source of income other than my first round of funding, which is almost gone. So I'm like, I need to get this app live to start making some money. And so, um, Things are getting tight and I'm kind of like, what am I going to do with my career? And I'm starting to, for the first time in my life, I'm really stressing about money. I've never really stressed about money in my life um, because my Vivint days were great and I I learned an incredible skill set. And I knew the universe was testing me and I knew that there needed to be a pivot in some point. There was something in my career that I was missing. And so um, earlier that year, I'm a part of a group called Summit, which is like an entrepreneur um, community. And I was in Tulum, Mexico for their event in, uh, in February or March. And I met uh, someone by the name of Gerard Adams, who was the founder of Elite Daily, uh, who ended up selling a, a multi-million dollar transaction. And we were able to connect. We went to a, an event together, a breathwork uh, ceremony. And we connected and I kind of showed him a little bit about the app. So I started following him on Instagram and he has a pretty large following. And around this time I'm running tight on cash and Kotso's group isn't coming through. I see an ad or a post from Gerard that says, Hey, anyone in the conscious entrepreneur space is trying to make, you know, a brand. I have a, a, a mastermind that I'm, I'm creating for people in the conscious entrepreneur space. And it really, really um, stood out to me and it really resonated with me. And so I book a call to do, to meet with them. And so I, you know, talk to him, I talk to a sales guy and whatnot. And at this point, I probably have like $7,000 in my checking account. 
And I talked to him. He's like, all right, the event's 5,000 bucks. And you have to book your own flight and hotel. And I'm just like, I just, I just can't, I literally would spend my last dollars to my name if I did that. So I said, no, I'm like, oh, that sounds great. Um, and then coincidentally that weekend I was doing an ayahuasca ceremony. And so I do this ayahuasca ceremony and I get very clear insight that I need to go to this mastermind event in Los Angeles with Gerard. And I'm like, I don't have any money. And, um, I remember like, just keep trusting the universe, keep participating in life, keep moving. The universe always responds to effort. The universe responds to effort. I kept thinking that. So after flight and hotel and paying the price of admission to Gerard's event, I literally have $800 to my name. This was guys, this was literally not that long ago. This was, uh, we're now into like December of 2019. I have $800 to my name. That was it. Um, and but I had this deep knowing in my gut that I was going to be okay. I don't know how to explain it. I just knew, and it was almost laughable because what happened when I get to this event, I just knew I was in the right place doing the right thing. I just knew it. And the first night we were there, we went out to dinner and I literally decided to walk like two and a half miles home back to my hotel because I didn't want to pay 20 bucks for a lift. Like I just couldn't do that. I didn't have any money. And I remember calling my buddy JT and just laughing. Cause we, you know, we were back in the Vivint days. We were Kings. We were, when we were making tons of money and I'm like, dude, I just left Vivint started my own business. I have $800 to my name and I'm walking home because I can't afford a lift. And we just started laughing. And it was such a funny memory. Cause it was just like, you know, I know the universe has my back. So anyways, um, during that mastermind with Gerard, he pulled something out of me that I, I didn't see or that I was too scared to show. And he was just like, Doug, you're such an influential person. You should have your own coaching business. Like that you should have coaching a part of Daily Shifts one-on-one. And I was kind of like, ah, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't want to be the face. I was thinking I was being humble. But he's like, no, like, you led people your whole life. You were a leader in high school. You were the student body vice president. You were the captain of the football team. You were a leader in college when you won uh, your government, student body government position in college. You were uh, a leader at Vivint. You managed teams when you were young. He's like, you're the company sales trainer. He's like, Doug, you are a leader. Like, you need to have a coaching business. And so I spent the next like day or two with him literally mapping out what my coaching business would mean and what I would share and kind of a program that I would create for those that needed, you know, special attention that were literally drawn to this work. And so we mapped it out and I created a coaching program and I left with that valuable information. And so then I was getting home and I'm like, okay, now I need to, I guess I need to find a client. And I kid you not a day or two after I got home, I had someone reach out to me out of the blue, someone I used to work with. And they were just like, Hey man, I've, I've seen the changes in you from when you were at Vivint and I've seen the things you post and I would love to learn more from you. Is there any way we can work together? And I'm like, you are freaking kidding me. And so I meet up with these kids. Like, yeah, I'd love to work for you. He's like, how much does it cost? I didn't even think about price at this point. I just said $5,000 because that was how much it would cost to do Gerard's thing. And he's like, sure, sign me up. And he sent me a, he sent me a, a payment right there on the spot. I'm like, wow, the universe really does respond to effort. Um, 
Then the next week, the very next week, another person reached out to me and was like, Hey, I love what you're posting. I love what you have to say. Do you take, do you work people work with people one-on-one? And I'm like, yeah, I've got a program. And so there was another five grand at the time that I, uh, I picked up, um, working one-on-one with clients. And so within one week, I returned a two time, two X return on my investment from that, from that experience with Gerard. And I was just like, wow, the universe really does respond to effort. And it was such a beautiful moment. And it's because I fully participated in my life because I took the risk, um, and dove all in head first, I created that program and looking back, you know, and how I tie that into the Dubai thing, it's like, okay, how was I able to go to Dubai? It was because I took those risks years ago and created a job and a career path and a business that allowed me to be able to have the freedom to do so by trusting my intuition. Guys, this wasn't me doing this. This was the universe guiding me and me just listening. This is me just trusting the flow and trusting that a power bigger than me and an intelligence bigger than me is, is taking me to the path that, that I need to walk. I, I'm committed to living the higher path. And the universe is guiding me. And so now where I'm at today, I have 32 private clients that I work with one-on-one that are seeing tremendous, phenomenal results, life-changing experiences that are getting out of their stories. Um, I've had multiple people tell me, you know, how much I've influenced their life. And I'm not saying this to boast or to brag, but just to affirm to you that you have a path for yourself. You have... Um, and a unique calling, you have a unique gift and stop resisting it, stop fighting it, stop fighting the flow. The universe is trying to tell you something. The universe has bigger plans for it than you have for yourself. And when you can surrender and jump, you know, who knows, you might end up in Dubai at a dinner party with really incredible people off of a, off of a hunch. And so it really has created such a beautiful life. And I just want to share that with you and share that good news and share that that's possible and encourage you to start your own path. And if you need a little help, I have right now capacity for two more clients right now. And so reach out to me, DM me. I would love to talk more and see if it's a good fit for you. But um, with that being said, whatever your path is, you have a bigger purpose. And I totally believe that. But you have to be willing to take the risks. You have to be willing to jump. You know, I always tell people one of my, one of my superpowers is, is when the universe tells me to jump, I always freaking jump baby, because the results are so much more beautiful than you could ever imagine. So I just wanted to share that crazy story with you. I couldn't have ever predicted that's how it was going to play out. I could have never predicted the path. And I know still, as I continue to trust the universe, I'm going to have crazier stories and more impact and helping those around me also become the truest, most authentic versions of themselves. And if you're listening to this and you have that urge in your stomach that you need to quit the job or leave the relationship or move town or go to the event or buy the plane ticket, I'm urging you, do it. Do it and fully participate it and do it and expect magic and expect good things to happen. And I promise you, promise you, promise you, they will because the universe is on our side. So that's all I got for you. 
Thanks again for the incredible feedback. If you haven't rated the podcast, please do. Be honest. If you think it's a one, rate it a one. I don't care, but just rate it. I've got some five stars. So thankful you guys also download my app, The Daily Shifts, on um, the Apple App Store and my book, Holy Shit, We're Alive. It's coming live August 10th. I can't wait to share it with you guys. A lot more stories like this in the book, plus a whole lot more. Um, anyways, much love. And as always, my DMs are always open. Thanks, family.